Brothers and sisters, it gives me a great honor and privilege to address you tonight for a few moments. I want to begin discussing tonight about us. All of us who sit up here and those of you who sit down there, men and women. Who are we? Allah tells us that mankind, all of them, are the children of Adam. And Adam was created from the dust. This is why when you read Quran literature or Hadith literature, you always find Ibn Adam, Ya Ibn Adam. Oh, son of Adam, who are we? Before we begin our talk tonight, we have to ask the question, who are we? Sir Isaac Newton said that I can calculate the movement of the stars, but not of the madness of man. Who are we? We are Johnny come lately. You big shot man and woman, only Johnny come lately. Everything was here before man. It is Allah the one. He created the angels. I have not created the jinn and the humans except to worship me. Who are the jinn? These unseen creatures who were created before us. And then after the animals, the trees, and all of that, here come Adam. The brother introduced me. You're the, one of the few people that pronounce my name correctly. Nasaraz Wahaj, everybody put out, get that correct. You said Jeffrey Cares? This put you. That's what you researched? That's what you researched. I like the sound better when it was more. I like it. I'm sorry. I like because I don't want you to go to sleep. So you turn that sound back on. This is my question. This is my one of my assistants, Ali Abdul Karim. Uh, Ali, I'm going to ask you a question. He's not expecting this. I'm probably embarrassing him. And uh, I love this brother. What's your name? Ali Abdul Karim. All right, you heard that? Ali Abdul Karim. I never asked him this question before. What was your father's name? James Lewis. Huh? James Lewis. James Lewis. My question to you, you don't have to answer now. You nervous? <laughs> You're not nervous. Ali don't get nervous. My question for him and me, what gave you the name, the right to change your name when Allah said, Uduhumli Abahum? Call them by their father's name. You said my father's name was Willie Cares. Even though Siraj Wahaj is a, is a good name, it's a beautiful name. With Ja'anna Siraj and Wahaj, we said Siraj Wahaj, a bright light. It's a good name. But Islamically, what gives me the right? What most of you don't appreciate 
that we, myself, Ali Abdul Karim, are descendants of slaves. How did we get our names? The slave master took the names of the slaves and gave them their name. So Lewis is the name somewhere in his ancestry was a slave named Lewis because the slave master name was Lewis. Same with me, Kers was the name of the slave master. So Ali gave back the name of the slave master and took the name Ali Abdul Karim. Imam Siraj gave back the name of the slave master, called himself Siraj Wahaj. Called them by their father's name, Johnny come lately. Who are we? All of the problems that exist on this earth is because of man. This is why you see the prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, a profound speaker. A janazah passed by. Somebody had died. And he, alayhi salat wa salam, said, mustarihun wa mustarahun minhu. Either relieved or relieving. Every one of you who died, every one of us who died, and every soul shall taste of death. When we die, we either mustarihun or mustarahun. They say, Ya Rasulullah, what is that? He said, Al-Mu'min, Abdul Mu'min, a believer like you, alhamdulillah. When you die, you're going to be relieved from the difficulty of this life. Ila rahmatillah, to the rahmat of Allah. Oh, but the abdu, but the abdu, the, the believing, this, the uh, evil one, when he died, animals, trees, earth, Human beings are relieved from their evil. You don't believe me? A year and a half ago in Australia, they had a fire. It said caused by human beings, caused by man. That caused three billion animals to die or be displaced. You, trees burning. Earthquakes, hurricanes, all of that. Why? Because of man. Allah, he give us a big title. Khalifa, Khalifa to Allah fil ard. You are Allah's Khalifa on the earth. You can't blame the angels, uh, the, uh, the animals. You can't blame no one but ourselves. So that's where we begin who we are. But alhamdulillah, whenever a messenger of Allah comes, they come not because something is right, but they come because of something is wrong. And Allah sends his prophets to bring them from the darkness into the light. And so, alhamdulillah, you become Muslims. We become Muslims. How many of you were born to parents who were Muslims? Raise your hand. Raise them high. Hi. Good. How many like you and Ali were born to parents not Muslims, 
But you became Muslim, raise your hand. A handful of people. I want to say this about you who raised your hand. You are unbelievable. Seriously. Muslim born to Muslim family, I love you. I do. Oh, but when those who converted, I really love you. No, no, don't get me wrong. You're good. But it's something that I learned I want to share with you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us. There's a Muslim sister convert, revert to Islam. She did some research. I attended a conference in Chicago about a month ago, and she said something that startled me. She said 70% of the converts who leave their religion and become Muslim, she said, 70% of them go back to what they used to be, non-Muslim. My first indication was to challenge her. How you know that? Where you get those facts from? And then I thought about something. I asked myself the question, how many those born Muslim leave the faith? What percentage? And then I realized it. I got it. It hit me. The prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, said, you will follow those who came before you, shibrim be shibrim, step by step and inch by inch, so that if they crawled in a hole of a lizard, you follow right behind them. They say, Ya Rasulullah, you mean the Christians and the Jews? He said, for men, yes. So I'm asking you, why is it that you are Muslim, Ali will tell you, we can't imagine not being Muslim. It doesn't, how you not be Muslim? How you leave Islam? I, I, don't, I don't get it. And so that's what I'm going to talk about tonight. You got a few minutes? Tell me, let me know. Some of you like quick talks. I can, I can give you a 10 minute and sit down. You, you got time? Alhamdulillah, yes, let me know. And I figured it out, inshallah. I like to share it with you. We have a natural alliance to Ahli Kitab, people of the book. The Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, said, My example and the example of those who came before me is the example of a man who built a house. And the house is perfectly put together. And he goes around the house and say, how beautiful the house. He said, but there's one brick missing. And I am the brick. People of the book. We have a special relationship with them. Permitted for you are the chaste women of the people of the book. Can you marry a Christian woman? Come on, talk to me. Of course you can. 
Must you change her faith to Islam? No. Permit it. You can marry the woman of the people of the book. Why? Can we eat anybody's food? No. Permit it for you, the food of the people of the book. Why? Why? Allah is telling us something. Our relationship with the people of the book. What is the most popular male name in the Muslim community? Some of you ain't talking tonight. You know what we used to do? We used to carry water and walk in the audience. And if they don't, I'm not saying we throw the water on you. I'm not saying that. But we show you the water. But do you know Muslims with the name of Isa? If you do, raise your hand. Jesus. Muslims have the name Jesus. How about Dawood, David? Sulaiman? Yahya? Zechariah? And Jesus, peace and blessing be upon him, what is his name? Isa? 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 Ibn Maryam. Jesus, the mother of Mary. Why? Allah said, call them by their father's name. Why Isa Ibn Maryam? Because he had no father. So we believe that. At-Torah fiha hudan wa nur. In the Torah is light and guidance. Al Injil fihi wanur. In the Injil is light and guidance. Wow, there's some similarities. But what happened? Something happened to the original teachings that they had. And that's going to be my talk tonight. The same way that the children of Israel, many of them left the fold of their religion. You will follow those who came before you. Why? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us and give us guidance. I think I found the reason. According to our religion, the best ummah is the ummah of Rasulullah Nobody, nobody questions that. Khairu ummati, qarni. Thumaladina, yalunuhum, thumaladina, yalunuhum. The best of my ummah is my generation. Look at that generation of the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon. Look who was in that ummah. Someone asked the question, how long will the building stand? Answer, how strong is the foundation? If someone leaves the fold of Islam because there's a weak foundation, something is wrong. People leave in the faith. Why? I go back to Khairul Ummah, the Ummah of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon I'm going to say something. I'm going to sit down because some of you are going to get mad at me. And I want to sit down so you can see me. You ready? Now, just think before you throw stones at me, think of what I'm going to say. 
When you look at the ummah of the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, that early ummah, every one of them was a convert. You think about it. Every one of them convert. Listen to hadith. An Aisha radiallahu anha, Umm al-Mu'mineen, Ummi Abdullah. Aisha, the mother of the faithful. Why is she called the mother? Because the wives of the Prophet, Allah said, are mothers. Why is she the mother of Abdullah? Abdullah was the son of her, her sister Asma, who she loved. So she got the nickname, the mother of Abdullah. Abdullah, are you ready? Was the first Muslim born in the folds of Islam. Every one of them converts. Why is that significant, Imam Saraj? I'll tell you why. Have you ever read the hadith where the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, went to Jannah and he saw a palace? And he says, Who does this belong to? Umar. And the Prophet said, I started to go in to look at it until I remembered the writer of Umar. And I didn't go in. So the prophet told Umar, and Umar cried and said, how dare I put my ghayda before you, O messenger of Allah. Anybody with me so far? Listen to this. When Umar became the Khalifa, after two years of the death of the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him. Every time a delegation from Yemen came, he asked the question, Afikum Uwais ibn Amir? Afikum Uwais ibn Amir? Is there a man among you named Uwais ibn Amir? And it said for 10 years, he was looking for this man. And finally, after searching for 10 years, obsessed with it, a man raises his hand and said, yes, I am Uwais ibn Amir. Now we're gonna find the reason why this obsession with finding this man. He said, the Prophet told me, if I find him, ask him to ask Allah's forgiveness for me. Umar, one of the 10 promised Jannah. We know his, his, uh, his palace. He's asking this man to ask Allah's forgiveness for him. Why? My question to you. Allah didn't promise you Jannah. He didn't promise me Jannah. Me personally, Saraj Wahaj, you got it. He didn't say that to me. Ali, I don't think he said it to you. I, I, I'm not sure, I, I don't think, I, I don't think, personally, I, I, I don't think, yeah. I got it, I got it, it hit me. It hit me, while they had all of that knowledge, something happens to people, they get complacent. You will follow. 
Why? Complacent. Allah blessed me. In 1975, I became Muslim. I was in the nation of Islam from 1969 to 1975. I never made one salat. I prayed, but I didn't make salat the way the Prophet taught us. Salut, kamera, I told him, suddenly, pray as you see me pray. So because in 1975, Allah guided me to Islam, and since then, I've made over 85,000 prayers. 85,000 prayers in every prayer that I make, the one Imam Waratuddin Muhammad who guided us to Islam, he gets some reward for it. Six years in the nation of Islam, I fasted, but fasting never in the month of Ramadan. Until 1975, Allah blessed me to fast in the month of Ramadan. Now I've made 47 years of fasting, not, not missing one. Why is guidance, alhamdulillah, and how many people in South Africa, how many people in Johannesburg, how many people here don't have Islam only because nobody came to them to bring them to Islam, to offer them Islam. I'm embarrassed. Prophet Muhammad wasalam, said to Ma'ad, go to Yemen. Go to Yemen. They're right here in Saudi Arabia, but go to Yemen. When I was in the third grade, I was about eight years old. I learned a song that I never forgot. Would you like for me to sing it for you now? It's not going to happen. <laughs> but the song went something like this. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. Someone once said that the most important knowledge you can ever have is the knowledge of yourself. I do agree the knowledge of self is important, but the most important knowledge you can ever have is the knowledge of Allah. Allah blessed us. The question is tonight, what are we going to do about it? You can continue to be complacent. Until maybe some people, they go out of the fold of Islam. I pray to Allah that never happens. Pray to Allah that every one of you do not die except as a Muslim. Now I'm going to come to my conclusion. One day the Prophet والسلام, said to Aisha, Ya Aisha, hadha Jibril, yaquru alayki salam. Oh, Aisha, here is Jibril. He gives you salams. Listen to what she said. Peace and blessing and the mercy of Allah be upon him. O Messenger of Allah, you see what we don't see. Angels, part of our faith, to believe in Allah and his angels and his books and his prophets. And to believe in the qadr of Allah, the good and the bad of it. So this is what I want to come to. The greatest day of my life as a da'i came in 2007. Thursday, April 3rd. Two days before Good Friday. A few days before Easter. Texas State University. San Marcos, Texas. And 
the Muslims gave me a title. And you got to remember, this is the uh, uh, the belt. What do you call it? The um, Christian belt. What do you call it? The Bible belt, right? And the title they gave me. What did Jesus really say? I told them it's a bad title. I changed the title. Rather, I said, what does Islam say about Jesus? Why? Because if I say, what did Jesus really say? I'm implying you don't know. It's a slap in the face. The audience, the auditorium was packed like this. Every seat was taken. People were sitting in the aisles. People stood up in the back. The doors are open. People on the outside of the auditorium, standing there, they want to hear what does Muslims say about Jesus. And the stage where I spoke was packed with people. 95% of them white Europeans. The Bible Belt, a few black people, a few Muslims. The professor who introduced me said, Imam Siraj, I want to give you the heads up. Many of these students at a certain time have a meeting to go to. So during your speech, they're going to get up and go. So I don't want you to be offended by it. Just understand that they, they got to go. They have another appointment. I said, thanks for giving me the head, heads up. Allah blessed me. I gave a talk. Not one student left. And when the, uh, my talk was over, I said to them that we as Muslims have to pray, but we'll be right back. I'm thinking, okay, they're going to go now. I mean, it makes sense. Not one of them left. They stayed there. And we came back. We had a question and answer period. There was one man, one Christian. His name is um, Daniel. Got his last name, Daniel um, Rifus, something like Rifus. When the people ask questions about our faith, I tried to be sincere. That young man asked me a number of questions. He was the head of the Christian society on campus. And his questions were not like, yeah, well, you said this and the Quran said that. No, no, no. You can tell his questions were like probing, seeking understanding. I said to myself, if anyone ever accepted Islam, he would do it. Just the feeling that I had. When the lecture was over, the, uh, the professor said, Imam Siraj Wahaj, everybody in the university should have heard this speech. You'd be surprised when you present the message of Islam and bring yourself out, you'd be surprised, the people. Fast forward. About a month and a half later, I get a, I get a letter from this young man's mother. I am the mother of Daniel. I want to let you know you had a profound effect on my son. I got your, your card uh, 
in his wallet, I found your card and your number. She said, I thought it was important to let you know that he was in a car accident and he died. And I loved that man. Even though he didn't say shahada to me, I loved him. And I felt that, that if anybody ever would take shahada, it would be him. Think what it takes for a mother, a white European mother, to write a black imam about her son and his love for what you were saying. I'm saying to you right now, there are lots of people out there ready for you to knock on their door. Question is, will you do it? How soon after Adhan do they make the Salat? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Okay, I'll be finished before 15 minutes. You don't have to worry. I finish with this, brothers and sisters. Be careful. I cannot imagine not being Muslim. Ali, can you? I don't how right now there are Muslims, youngsters, especially on the edge, wondering, do I want to be Muslim? Do not die except as a Muslim. I close with this. There are people before us, Ahli Kitab, who had the book. These are the revelations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But yet many of them, they left it. The Prophet said, you get this close, this close, until what is written in the book overcomes you and you become, you begin to do the deeds of the people of hellfire. It's a shame. Spend all your life as a Muslim and only to leave it. I am eternally grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nervous and scared and thankful to Allah having to guide me to, to Islam. Every one of you, alhamdulillah, we have the book, Kitabullah. We have the sunnah of the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him. And I close with this. The Prophet, peace, uh, Umar radiallahu anh said to the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, You are more beloved to me than anything except myself. Now, you know why I loved Umar? Because he kept it 100. Some of you don't know what that, some of you don't know what that means. Some of us don't know what that means, kept it 100. You don't know what it means? I figured that. It means that he is like, you're not gonna always agree with him, but you're gonna know what he's thinking. So the prophet said, La, waladi nafsi biyadihi, hatta kuna habilayk. You don't really have faith until I am more loved by yourself. How do Umar respond? You are now more beloved than my own self. Some of you may say, well, why did the prophet say that? All you got to do is read chapter 9, verse 18, I think, in the Quran, about your love for Allah and his messenger more than your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your husbands, your wives. This is what the Prophet was saying, alayhi salat wasalam. And so, so Umar said, Alan, now, why am I saying that? 
I absolutely love the Prophet I know what it's like to not have believed in him. Alhamdulillah. I make dua. Your Lord said, call upon me, I will answer. I make dua, every one of you, to love Allah and his messenger. And do not die as a Muslim. And stay on Surat al-Mustaqim. And what will help you is to go out there and offer the people to Islam. May Allah bless you. Jazakallah khaira. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.